Hello, and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. Oh, the music just dropped right out. I am cold Greg. Cold stop, cold stop. Yeah, cold stop. I'm Beth, we're here. We are here hanging out. Super excited for today's episode because I love talking to cast members, and uh, we'll get mm-hmm. on with her in a moment. But I want to make sure I make everyone aware of our upcoming Disney trivia night number two. Um, I, number one wasn't enough, Deuce. so we're back for number two. Last time, you may remember, our theme was Magic Kingdom. This time, our theme will be mm-hmm. Epcot. It's going to be Epcot. But, well, was that your drum roll? Did you like my drum roll? Very technically advanced. I'm surprised you didn't have a clip to play. <laughs> I mean, come on, geez. Or like, Sorry, let me like do that again. This, uh, this time, our park is going to be <laughs> Epcot. Yeah, is that better? Is that better? There you go. Awesome. We have some uh, some cool prizes. I know one of which we'll be giving away is a nice Epcot pin and some other stuff. So keep your eyes peeled on our Instagram at That Park Lab Podcast. We'll announce there how to register All the deets. for our event, which will be next Thursday, February 25th. And I'm hoping to, I haven't run anything by Beth yet, but I have some ideas to enhance. We're going to plus night, night one's trivia and we'll make it even better than last time. Oh, we're all learning new things together. Yes. Good, good times. <laughs> good times. So uh, it is that it is that time of the month. That's not. Let me rephrase that. That's a terrible way to put that. It's our go time. Back, uh, we are now back at the time where we're doing our cast member chat. So welcome <gasps> to the yeah. show, all the way from TikTok and Instagram, and of course Disney World. Danielle. Hi everyone. Hi. Hi welcome. And uh, I love the name, the Dapper Danielle. Yes. It's very catchy. So um, I know people might know you from TikTok. So to make them all comfortable and familiar, um, if you've watched a Danielle TikTok, you've probably heard this. Random Disney, Random things, Disney in night things in the middle of the night that you probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> oh I need to pull back the curtain here. So Danielle, you don't even know, but I was going to play a sound clip of you, but you just gave us a live version of it, which means you totally read my mind. Yes. Wait, wait, was that me saying it at the exact same time yes. as the audio? Yeah. Yes. That is so funny. I thought, oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like you're reading my mind, which is really dangerous. I don't recommend reading my mind. But um, so welcome. And that's that's really how I, I came across you, uh, you know, going through TikTok and stuff. And sure enough, there's Dapper Danielle doing all kinds of Disney facts and stuff. And um, I want to give you a little credit, a little kudos, a little shout out for a moment, if I may. Yeah. In one of your TikToks, you mentioned that your TikTok account is not a place for, let's say, negativity or talking about the less than pleasant guest experiences. Instead, it's focusing on the positive stuff, like the fun kind of even sometimes like sweet things you get to do. And a lot of focus on facts and trivia, which I really appreciate because I feel the same way about this podcast as well. I don't really like to focus on the negative and there are so many positive and uplifting stories that are left untold and i'm more interested in focusing on them so i'm glad someone like you was in that same position so thanks for doing that yeah absolutely so what led you to like you know spouting out some facts on tiktok well honestly it ended up being a pure accident Mm -hmm. so um in my current role as a cast member i am a trainer okay but all my training classes weren't happening um so i was really missing a piece of what I really love to do here at work. And I already had this TikTok account. I was doing ridiculous things. And then finally, all of this like knowledge that's inside my brain about Disney just comes spewing out after I get off work, which just happens to be at midnight. So um, it started off as a joke, my little jingle. And then my, uh, my best friend, Jill comes up to me and she says, Danielle, you, you need to like keep that. And it stuck this entire time. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely purely an accident, but it's, 
it's just become fun for me now. What are all the legal things that I can share to the world that Disney's not going to get mad about? <laughs> <laughs> there are so many. Start writing them down. Um, also, I just want to side note that you are sitting in a lobby on Disney property. I am. We're hearing some lovely ambiance. I just want people to know there's not someone walking around slamming doors around here. Um, no, I, yes, I am currently in the lobby of the Yacht and Beach Club Resort on the Yacht Club side. Um, however, the quietest hallway is also the main hallway that uh, Bell Services use. Yes. Um, so if you see them walking around in the background or you hear them walking, that's what's going on. Danielle, I have a mission for you during this, during this podcast, okay? If you see a, a Bell Service person go by and they have something really neat on your cart, on their cart, I need you to do a quick distraction and then grab that item <laughs> and then let them go on their way. And then, like, especially if it's a purse, just rifle through it with us. Just let us know what's in there. And anything good, we'll split. How about that? I don't know about that, oh, but we'll no. see. We'll <laughs> see what we can do. <laughs> we'll check it out. We'll check it. We'll out. check it out. Hold on, I want to side note here too because you also have an Instagram. So I'm not big. I'm not on the TikToks yet because I know that I know myself. I'll get sucked in and I will never come out of my hole. It is a horrible rabbit hole to go down. Yes. yes. <laughs> So Greg has taken that upon himself to do like the TikTok for us. So a lot of things I'm like, I, I haven't seen it or whatever because I'm not on TikTok. But I have looked at your Instagram and I told Greg, I was like, look, we're going to have to talk because I don't know how you live in Florida and your makeup always looks flawless and you don't look like you sweat a bit when you're Disney bounding and stuff. And I love all your outfits. Um, but I was like, we're going to need to share some makeup tips. Oh, my goodness. So one of my very first roles in Disney World was um, in children's activities. So I worked mm -hmm. poolside. I uh, did like cha-cha slide every single day with lifeguards. And yeah. I noticed when I was there working that if I wasn't wearing some form of makeup, people weren't listening to me. Hmm. So I actually did a self-study and I did a week yeah. of not wearing makeup and a week of wearing full like waterproof makeup. And I had less guest complaints. I had... Um, less awkward interactions and people were listening to like when I said hey no running on the pool deck they would listen to me because I was wearing makeup and it showed like a sense of authority yeah. so um very quickly I've learned how to do like weatherproof makeup because if yeah. I'm jumping into the pool I gotta look good in photos no matter what so yeah. but that was like the first thing I noticed I was like her makeup always looks so good because oh, I'm like you know there's people that live in Florida and I've seen their Instagrams and I'm like yeah it looked like it was probably a hot day but your hair's always looking good. Your makeup's always looking good. So thank you. I really appreciate that. So you just mentioned that you did recreation or children's activities at some resorts. Um, by the way, my take my takeaway is that if I want people to listen to me, I just need to wear more, more makeup. That's really what, That's what I'm going to take away from yeah. that. I bet for you, Greg, it would be it would be hair. It would be hey, the, the fake hairspray, <laughs> like spray the black, whatever stuff that George uses in. Um, uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a wig. It's basically a nice big hair piece. So, <laughs> a piece. A yes, piece. A little toupee. A rug. So if I remember correctly, you did that at some of the uh, moderate and value resorts, right? Was it Pop Art in Caribbean Beach? Well, my time at Art Pop in Caribbean Beach, I was in Arcade Redemption back oh, okay. when we had Redemption Arcades here on property. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did boat rentals at Caribbean Beach when they still had boat rentals. Um, yeah. And then my time as children's activities, my home was Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter. What a great um, resorts to do that. Oh, great oh. resorts. And the nice thing about children's activities is at the time, um, they were all uniform. So I could pick up a shift at any resort on property. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I've worked on at almost every resort except for the um, Animal Kingdom Lodge 
and Coronado Springs. Those are okay. the only two resorts I've yet to work at. So you've worked at most resorts except for those two. Which one of those would you say was your most fun to work at? I would probably have to say French Quarter in particular. Um, the reasoning why, though, is because when you're in children's activities and you're at French Quarter Resort, we have a lot of European guests that stay with us. Okay. And when European guests come, they stay for upwards of like two to three weeks. So yeah. you get to interact with these families and they come and visit you on the pool deck every single day. So there's actually multiple people that I'm friends with on Facebook and Instagram that I've known for the past seven years. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. I've grown up with these families. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, not to mention their adorable accents. Oh, absolutely. Like the, little, like the little kids. You're like, I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds amazing. Exactly. <laughs> and quite adorable. I was going to ask before. So I'm. A, we always ask this, and I we have forgotten, I feel like, the last couple of times. But I'm assuming, did you grow up a Disney fan? Like, what's your Disney background? Oh, gosh. So I was originally born in West Palm Beach, Florida, okay. um, which is not too far from Disney, just a couple hours drive. And my family grew up with Disney back in the 80s, my mom and dad. And so I've been coming to Disney World ever since I was three months old <laughs> nice. as a kid. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of my family's been coming. Even when we moved out of state for a little while, we would still come down to Disney World like two to three times a year. It just yeah. became our family's safe place. Yeah. And yeah. we had a little bit of consistency. We tried out everything. We had a routine. It was great. Um, so I knew... Even in high school, I was like, I'm going to work for Disney World in some form or another. You're like, or in all the forms, as it's turned out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Looking back, I would never have expected for me to be, have been in so many different places in the Walt Disney World Company. Yeah. Um, so it has been very cool, yes. But it's been inbred in me at a young age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that, though. I mean, that, I feel like that's a lot of our stories, even though we've, we all grew up in very different places. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of the joy of Disney. Like, that's how it goes there, you know? Oh, yeah. And you can tell, depending on the cast member as well, if they have a more deeper rooted relationship with Disney, it also shows in their work ethic as well, because oh, yeah. they want to create the yeah. same experiences that they had for the next guest too. Right, right. Can we go back to your time as children's activities? Because I'm fascinated by these by these cast members, mm -hmm. okay? So I've been a guest, you know, at, at a resort pool before, and they're just out there full of energy, pumping up the guests trying um, sometimes desperately to get kids to understand the rules of a game that's being played. And yes. one very fortunate trip for me, they were giving out free ice cream, which I'll never forget. That was at Saratoga one day. And we weren't even staying there. That was the best part. But anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Greg, you'll never visiting. forget free ice cream. No. What are the chances, never. right? It happened to be there. It was meant to be. So anyway, mm -hmm. um, I'm just... I'm just so curious to hear about your experiences because, um, you know, kids, they, it's, it's a cliche phrase, but kids say the darndest thing. So I would imagine that your time as children doing uh, children's activities, you just must have seen so many interesting things um, playing games and whatnot with kids. Yes. If anything, children's activities was a way that kids definitely opened up to me, not as much as they did when I was a fairy godmother. Okay. Um, but it was more of the parents actually created more of a relationship with me than the kids did. Um, because a lot of parents would just be like, just go play with the children's activities person. It'll be fine. Um, but if the parent, if the kid came back and talked to the parent about you, so like the kid's like, yeah, Miss Danielle, she was really nice and she gave me a rubber ducky and like all this other stuff. Like the parents are the ones that are affected the most by it. And yeah. they're just like, oh, my kid's entire vacation was made because of this one person. And it was just because... They won a game of bingo, stuff like that. <laughs> Did you find that some games got the crowd going more than others? Because one time, I think it was while we were at Saratoga that day of the free ice cream, um, you know, the, the children's activities or the just, the, you know, they were just playing games and whatnot. 
And, you know, they were, like, mildly successful. Then they brought out a beach ball. And the only rule of the game was to just not let the beach ball go out of the pool, basically. So we all had to take turns hitting it. And it was like, you would have thought it was an Olympic sport. People were flying into the (laughs) pool to play this thing. Everyone was, like, cheering. It was insane. So, like, I'm sure you saw things like that. We were one of the first locations to actually request one of the gigantic beach balls. Okay. Like, took up a good portion of the pool. And it always a crowd pleaser yeah. or we would hype up the kids enough that we would create the biggest splash. So you would bring the kids all up to the edge of the pool and we would play, of course, the EDM song sandstorm <laughs> by yes. Darude. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Literally that. And so we would play with the volume of like, make it really soft. You have to make little splashes. And then as it gets louder, music gets bigger. You splash even more. Oh my gosh, people lost their minds oh whenever God. we did that one. <laughs> it was it's great. Like, Good time. You're like, things that would work at the pool, but not at the beach. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But children's activities also plays a very important role in like helping with lifeguards okay. as well. So mm-hmm. just how lifeguards are um, CPR trained and everything like that, children's activities cast members have to go through the exact same thing. Okay. Um, okay. The only thing that they don't do that lifeguards do is like backboarding people out of the water. Okay. And that's it. Um, but they uh, assist in a lot of first aid situations as well. <laughs> Find the lady with the makeup, she'll help. <laughs> Save you in style. <laughs> Uh, you did briefly mention you were a fairy godmother. And when I asked you some of the roles you had been, been in, you also mentioned fairy frost mother. Frost so, mother. Yes. yes. So yeah. I think most of us are Explain. familiar with fairy godmother. But just in case we have some who are not, if you want to just run through what that's like and what that is. Yes. So being a fairy godmother at the Bibbidi Boppity Boutiques, you are a fairy godmother in training. And you have to train for a thousand years until you get a princess of your own. So that's why fairy godmother made these temporary little schools for us so that way we can practice our magic. But you can't practice with your wand yet until you know how to do it with your hands. And that's exactly why fairy godmothers have to practice and make hairstyles using their hands first. Yeah, so that's kind of like one of the little background stories for it. And it kind of goes along with the movie that came out, right? Like how they like train forever until they get their princess or whatever. Exactly. So very, very similar. It's all coming together for me here on this podcast. (laughs) Light bulb just went off. Yes. And so during my time as a fairy godmother, um, of course, the Frozen apocalypse happened, (laughs) the release of the first Mm -hmm. Frozen movie. And Disney decided that they wanted to do a temporary takeover of Hollywood Studios. I don't know if you guys remember Frozen Summer Fun. Yeah. when they took over and Disney wanted to premiere two new hairstyles, but they didn't want to give it to the regular boutiques just yet. So they wanted to test it out at a temporary boutique, which was the ice palace boutique. Um, And that was located back where the old audition rooms were for the American idol experience. Ah, okay. (gasps) Oh my God. I love that you just mentioned that because that's part of my history for today. Is it really? (laughs) Yeah, it is like so random. But yes, it was very, very temporary. It was very sudden. Um, 
And like we were told, hey, you're going to be doing this. And we were in the role like a week or two later. So literally everything was just happening very, very quickly. Okay. Uh, the okay. storyline was that when Elsa was out on the North Mountain um, and she was just letting it go, <laughs> she actually discovered some fairy frost mothers that were hiding out on the mountain away from the people of Arendelle. And she invited them down from the mountain to, the, uh, to be introduced to the citizens of Hollywoodland. Um, oh so that way gosh. they could teach her the way of uh, letting it go and whatnot this is the movie that i want to see (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't that be great get Um, on it disney geez you're missing out and some of it was because the anna and elsa hairstyles are actually very much copyrighted so Mm. those hairstyles have to be done a certain way and that's why they wanted to do it in a smaller boutique location first before giving it to bbb so i mean were you guys i mean were they pretty busy like was this a pretty busy boutique compared to the bippity boppity not really. Um, okay. There, there were some periods where we were really busy, but honestly, Disney didn't do a very good job of promoting it beforehand. Yeah, because I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. It was definitely not a hidden like, gem. Yeah, I mean, like, not that I'm like, you know, the demographic or anything, but <laughs> I, you know, like, I'm like everyone knows about the Bippity Boppity Boutique, but I had never even heard of this one. So, which did you enjoy more? Did you enjoy being a Frost Mother or a Fairy Godmother? Both were very, very special. Um, but I would say my time as a fairy frost mother was very different from being a fairy godmother. Um, just because the storytelling aspects were so different. So of all of the roles you've had so far, what would you say is your favorite? Hmm. I don't know. Because honestly, looking back, every role that I've been in has actually fit a different time of my life that has also been in my own personal life. So everything has matched up beautifully. Okay. Um, as I look back and I reflect on that time, uh, I do currently love my current role in merchandise. Um, I'm very thankful for that role because I'm one of the few uh, cast members that have been able to come back to their original location, their original line of business, um, where a lot of cast members, they, they don't have that opportunity yet. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I am very thankful for that. So looking back, I've definitely been very well protected. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the current role I'm in. Definitely, I would say fits the time of life I'm in as well. What yeah. that means is, do you have like your leader listening to this right now? You just want to make sure yeah. you're locking and no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 nothing like that. They're sitting on the other side of the your iPad there, like staring at you. Yeah. Oh, like, no, no, no. So great. Um, I love all of it. This is my favorite location. <laughs> no, in all honesty, that's that's yeah. really how I feel yeah. because um, in merchandise right now. I'm not so much involved in the emotional aspect. Yeah. Like in fairy godmother world. If I, if, when you're in fairy godmother world, for example, um, you're with a family for anywhere between 15 to 40 minutes, right? Right. The average princess meet and greet is only three minutes. So right. we are learning so much about these families, about these kids. And it almost gets to the point where you have too much of an emotional connection with them. Um, and you and if it's a sob story, oh, you're downhill from there. Yeah. That's you're done. And it got to the point where it became too emotional. I was called in for the not so magical situations because yeah. uh, I was a little too good at my job. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but then uh, now in my current role, it is a little more of a briefer interaction. I'm still relating to people on a very emotional level because I am dealing with Disney jewelry, and that is a very emotional thing as well. Yeah. Um, but it's just not as emotional, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. you say that, and then I watch your TikToks, and you're giving your story of your uh, the guest that wound up liking The Lion King, 
and you wind up talking about that. And then I'm getting misty. I'm listening to this. So it's still a little yeah. emotional, apparently. Getting and, a little verklempt. Yeah. And then um, this morning, I just was uh, catching up on a few TikToks that I may have missed. And then I was watching other people's TikToks. Now, follow me on this. It was someone handing out um, Valentine's Day candy. And sure enough, there's Danielle in the video. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm about to talk to her in like Aww. two hours. And there she is in yeah. someone else's video, which is awesome. A guest took it upon themselves to hand out some uh, Valentine's Day candy, like neatly packaged. It looked like it had like a little note that said to cast member, happy Valentine's Day, and like a little bundle of candy, right? right? It did. So it had one, like, so they're all pre-wrapped lollipops. They're all individually wrapped. And it was taped inside one of those little, like, what you get for your uh, fifth grader. And yeah. it was like yeah. Disney yeah. character and princess uh, Valentine's, and they were all random. But on the side of it, it, it had written out every person that was part of that group oh, that was awesome. handing them out uh, and wow. said to cast member on the other side. So they were um, just handing them out all over the place uh, oh, in my yeah. location. I think I was the only one that made it onto the TikTok, but they <laughs> handed out to like three or four of my cast members. And we all went in the back and we're like, look, we got Valentine's. Oh, this is so exciting. We got Valentine's. Yeah. It was really sweet. It really made our day. It's the little things here in 2021. Definitely I mean, the little things. If you want to make a cast member's day the way that they probably are making yours, I think. Maybe think outside the box. And, you know, you don't have to give out candy, but even just a nice cast compliment goes such a long way. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, and I do think uh, a point to make to that as well, the cast member Twitter is still, like, working. Yeah, it's still active. Um, so if you do hashtag cast compliment, however, half of that team is not currently back yet. So some of those uh, recognitions might not be getting to where they need to. Okay. If you want to make sure that you secure that gets there, Make sure you either contact the leader coordinator in that location or even just mm -hmm. go to guest relations and they can write up a little note with one of their teams are on the iPads and whatnot. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about your TikTok for a moment, please, if, if you don't mind. Because um, I'm guessing people listening to this uh, probably know you from that maybe more than, than anything else. And I'm a big fan of the facts because Beth and I do lots of deep dive episodes and we include an item of history in every episode that we do. So um, I feel like I'm learning stuff from you, which is great. But there's some other things I want to ask you a little bit more about because I just haven't done them yet. Like I know you have been to the, an the antique shop. There's an antique place in the, I want to say you said it was in Lakeland. Yes, it is. <laughs> so what kind of things can people expect to find there? Because sometimes people ask me, like, what can I do that's outside of Disney, but maybe Disney-ish while they're here or even some locals? So that sounds like it's doable. Right. And I don't know if it's really considered, like, a good place to send people, like, for outside of Disney. Okay. Because even from, like, if you were to go from, like, Disney Springs down to that outlet, it's almost a 45-minute yeah, drive, no traffic. Yep. Um, so if it's, like... Standard I-4 traffic, you're looking at maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. So I know some people can't do that. But then again, Florida driving uh, just down the road is still 20 minutes, yeah. so, <laughs> um, which is very different. But You're like staying just one exit closer to the park makes an actual difference, yes. even though you wouldn't think oh, hugely, it would. Hugely, 100%. Yeah. But for the antique mall location, I don't know. It's, it's a giant mixture of very eclectic things okay. so things that are authentically vintage okay. and a lot of things that you're like mm, did you just happen to buy this at the outlet store and you're selling this for more than retail price uh, like i, I see you. what you're doing there yeah especially working in merchandise i'm like this was just discounted a week ago why is it here <laughs> um but sometimes you can find Right, exactly. Um, and sometimes you can find some very genuine, real finds, but everybody's posting TikToks and videos of the things that you can buy from 
cast connections, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay. So like the giant Christmas decorations yeah. or the the chairs from the old Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. <laughs> right. um, those are also in that location as well. But I like to touch on it a little bit, but I don't want to necessarily promote that person because they I are selling it for an obscure amount that I even don't even think is necessarily <laughs> fair or even valuable. Yeah. Okay. My favorite is when people go to the like antique mall and they're like, Oh my God, it's like a framed piece of carpet from like, yeah, it's like, who cares? Why is that $200? I don't understand. <laughs> exactly. Especially when I just recent. So, uh, during Christmas time, I posted a couple TikToks of me restoring a garland that we bought that was originally on main street USA. Hmm. And um, in the same outlet mall, they're selling the garlands from like Hollywood Studios. Yeah. But I know I did not pay that much for my garland. Yeah. <laughs> and I had yeah. a lot more reusable pieces off of it as well. So yeah. um, that's where I, I like to mention it, but I don't want to give so much like, hey, you need yeah. to check this place out because you're just going to look at it. You're not going to actually ever buy it. Gotcha. Right. You know, I'm with you there. Danielle, I want to put you on the spot, if that's okay. I know one of your things on TikTok is to share some pieces of history or some facts or some just general like trivia stuff. So I know you mentioned that your the idea or your motivation for TikTok kind of came out of your desire to continue to share information and the, your outlet was gone because of the way that your uh, work had shifted. So I am curious if there are any pieces of Disney trivia or information that are like your go-to. These are the ones I always share with people when I'm doing some type of presentation or training. These are the, they come with the Danielle stamp of approval for like grade A yeah. pieces of Disney information. Yes. I would have to say my go-to is the Disney Springs story. Just because Disney Springs is definitely my home. I was part of the team that transitioned over into what it currently is. Okay. Um, I was part of the training team for that too. So like introducing people to like, we now have a storyline. We're not just stuck in the eighties yes. and have like a random bar area that's closed. And then Disney section, we now have a storyline. Okay. Um, and so I am all about that. And I love explaining that to guests because some people come into uh, like town center, for example, yeah. uh, which was happened to be all brand new construction. It mm -hmm. used to be the parking lot and guests would come up to me and if they feel comfortable, they start asking me questions of like, you know, this place, this place has really changed over the years. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're standing in what used to be a parking lot. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I would mention all the old things of like, oh, you see that bridge right there next to Sprinkles Cupcakes? That's where the trolley cars used to be to be able to buy your tickets to get into Pleasure Island. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're right. Or when I'm walking around with cast members, especially training since reopening, yeah. we had some cast members that have been with the company for like 30, 40 years, but they had been there's they've been in the same location for those 30 years and they mm -hmm. haven't ventured out anywhere else, which is crazy to me um, as I'm just randomly walking around a hotel that I don't even work at. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, get out there, girl. Exactly. And so I, I give them points of references for like, okay, this is what this used to be in the 80s when you were here last. This is what yeah. this used to be um, just so they can create a mental picture in their mind of, yeah. oh, this is what, so this is how much we've grown since then. Yeah. Were they really bummed when you told them that Pleasure Island was no more? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, oh, it's not there anymore, uh, man. It's just oh, not yeah, there anymore. Exactly. Sorry. And then I, I explained the to them. Club like, Disney. <laughs> Club Disney. It was very 80s and 90s. It was something that we love, we can reflect on, but it's definitely something Disney had to move past. Yeah. Because um, yeah. that culture has did. definitely very changed. <laughs> Like, we couldn't do the acid wash jeans anymore. Although, now they're back in style, so whatever. 
Oh, goodness. Um, now it's all full circle. I'm a fan of, uh, you know, behind the scenes or extra Disney Springs knowledge because it wasn't until I became a cast member and I was able to use what is essentially like a secret elevator, which is accessible technically or visible by the public. But we had to hit a secret sequence of buttons to move up the floor Ooh. because Disney Vacation Club has a um, like a satellite office up on the second floor in Disney Springs. And when you're up there, actually, that's where the stormtroopers were hanging out back when Disney Springs first opened up way back when, uh, yeah, p uh, post-pandemic or during the pandemic. Until before the parks opened. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, before the parks reopened and they weren't able to travel to Batu to visit you there. So they came to Disney Springs where everyone comes. That's where they went. They were hanging out in our, in our offices up there, even though they're not currently open. Um, and that's like such a cool thing. Like you don't really think about all the different like back ways and doors and elevators with a secret code, uh, you know, button sequence yeah. you have to get in order for it to actually work and bring you and your guests up there with you. So it's a cool thing. So I'm sure you run into things like that um, all the time. Oh, yeah. since, since, since that's your area, I am just curious if you have a favorite quick service meal over there. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't know. Because that's the only bad thing about teaching in Disney Springs mm -hmm. is that I have friends that work at every restaurant on yes. property now. Yep. And if I want a reservation somewhere, all I have to do is say, Hey, I taught your class and I can get in anywhere, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. which is great. But then the Springs 15 is a very real thing. Oh my gosh, yes. uh, where do you work yeah. down there? And oh my goodness, I would have to say if you wanted to do something that was just quick service and mm -hmm. you wanted to use the disney mobiling app deluxe burger that's the right 100 yeah i was literally going to say i'm going to preface this because there is a right answer you just don't know what our right answer is yet but you got it right congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. Yes. Right she did it <laughs> all the way because we are both i know greg and i both were like if she doesn't say deluxe burger we're gonna have an issue <laughs> That's no, awesome. I mean, it's so, it's so filling. They brine their fries for, or for 24 hours. So every single time you taste it, it's a little bit different, but it's mm -hmm. always so good. And you just order the kid's meal and ask for a double portion of fries. And it's phenomenal. It's great. Yes. And it's plenty well, I of food. Keep I don't feel, yeah. I can grab it in the middle of my shift and it's not overwhelming. I don't feel sick afterwards. Um, yeah. It's the right amount. Yes. Do, well, do they, don't they have a burger option too? Yes. yes. They do. They have like it's a little burger kid's option. burger. Yeah. And one thing, I don't like my burgers like medium well. I I don't like them being pink. I don't like them mooing in yeah. the middle. Um, <laughs> yeah. I definitely like them well done. And the kids' burgers are always well done. As well. So, okay. And it's just enough. It's not overwhelming. It's not too greasy. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. get that. It's a good, good tip there. Hot take. Hot take. Oh, yeah. One thing I want to make sure I ask you before we let you go, because time is flying here, and all of a sudden we're like 40-something minutes I in. I know. Um, on one of your TikToks, you mentioned you have some mementos from some of the places you've worked and you show this awesome um, like pop-up fold-up thing from Art of Animation. And I'm like, what else do you have? Or there's There's got to be some cool things you've acquired over the years. Um, oh, the I definitely have. Oh, goodness. From, I, I have a memento box. Okay. And now it's mm. one of those, it's a decent-sized cardboard box and it has everything um, from pictures that little princesses have drawn, uh, drawn uh, to give mm. to the fairy godmother at the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, um, some presents and prizes of like when I was in children's activities, uh, kids mm. would actually go and they would like get little things and especially my European families. And they're like, yeah. Miss Danielle, we're leaving, but I wanted to give this to you. Aww. I still have yeah. those gifts. Um, 
all of, all the awards I've gotten, all of my when we had paper four keys cards, I still have my whole entire uh, pile nice. of those. Nice. Um, if I get a cast compliment and it's on Twitter, I try to print it out and I try to put it inside the book as inside my memento box as well. Nice. Um, and again, like the Valentine that I got yesterday, it's in the box already. Oh. It's with the rest of them. She's like, I know just what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or like the one I mentioned in my TikTok about the, uh, the book that opens up the promotional piece. That actually wasn't even given to like an average guest here on property. Yeah. It was actually mm -hmm. sent to more like the travel planners okay. because it was promoting the resort. Yeah. And I just happened to be friends with the designer that was working on the piece. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, you're work. You're going to be starting work here. Here, just take this. This is one of my promos. Uh, so that's in my box as well. That's so cool. Awesome. It looked so cool. So yeah. if you're not already following Danielle, and if you want to see things like that, hear more Disney trivia, more things that we, but I am going to tell you, we do care about it, about this, the facts you want to give us in the middle of the night at Disney. You found a whole That's audience right. of people who do care. So don't worry. We appreciate yes. it all. Um, of course, you are on TikTok at the Dapper Danielle. We'll put all your information in the episode description as well so people can find you super easy. Nice I'm guessing then you're going to be participating in upcoming Dapper Day. I mean, I assume. <gasps> Absolutely. Okay. I've already been trying to do online shopping and plan my outfits and it's a little overwhelming. So I'm trying to decide <laughs> now. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see pictures yes. of your you know, amazing hair and makeup. So I'll be looking <sighs> yes. out for that. There'll definitely have to be like a whole little mini series in itself in the middle of TikTok. Yes. It's just like update on the Dapper Day outfits. We'll see. <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll all keep our eyes on your TikTok and your Instagram to hear more stuff from you. We appreciate you hanging out with us, sharing your Disney stories, all your many different roles and stuff. And um, I think ultimately I am going to start wearing more makeup so people take me more seriously. Yeah. He's going to update you on that. So we'll yes, see. I'll keep okay. you I look forward to it. I'll keep you updated <laughs> on my routine. I have a, luckily, there's a lot of beauty vloggers out there I can watch to, to learn mm -hmm. some stuff. Very oh, true. true. Very true. All right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out, and we'll talk to you real soon. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Bye. Before we get to our news, I want to make sure we shout out World Traveler Trading over on Etsy. Of course, there's plenty of things. We've talked mm -hmm. about lots of things available there. Um, I feel like we don't talk about the dog stuff that often. And uh, you can get oh. not only a customized dog collar over there, but some that are inspired, yeah. some Disney classics. There's a Buzz Lightyear-inspired one, an Orange Bird one, Haunted Mansion, Steamboat Willie, if you want to throw it back a little bit, all the way yeah. to 1928. Those are all I think available. I we need to get some, uh, I would love to get some Haunted Mansion ones, but we are, we're, if, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if Reba wears a collar all the time. Ours typically wear harnesses. We do both, yeah. But, um, collar for ID, yeah. harness for walk. Yeah, we do have one collar for Winnie, it depends. Uh, she's a little bit crazy because she likes to chase. She likes to bite the leash. So we basically bought a, a chain extender. So in the middle of the day, when we know she's going to be playful like that, we put yeah. that on her. But um, other times we put the harness on her because oh, there's a little glimpse into my life, everyone. Okay. Um, sometimes in the mornings and, and in the evenings, we have bunnies in our yard <laughs> and they freak out when the bunnies are in the yard. So we put the harness on her because she'll try to run after them and we basically have to like pull like her, back. her back. Like she's a, yes. And I hate doing that with the collar. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's nighttime. I have to put the harness on her versus the leash. She's a little furry wild child. I know she is. She's our furry wild child. We love her. Anyway. Um, Maybe if your furry wild child isn't so wild uh, and you do want to get a collar, check out World Traveler Trading. Use our mm -hmm. promo code That Park Life and save that yourself some money. I got a nugget. 
Uh, the Leave a Legacy is back at Epcot. And if yes. you guys don't remember this, uh, these were like the little pictures. They're like uh, etched in metal, I think is what it was. Um, and this is what they took out at the beginning of Epcot. Um, they put them in a different area. Are It's an ongoing project, so it's not done yet. But mm-hmm. they have a bunch that are out already. It fe- features vibrant hues from the park's new color palette. Um, it says along with the fresh look, a beautiful fountain and gleaming uh, pylons further illustrate the park's transformation and the magic of possibility. This says for anyone who wants to search for a tile at the new location, you can use your smart device. You can scan the QR code there uh, at the Leave a Legacy display. Uh, so basically you can search for your tile. Like if you know that you have a tile there, you can search for it, which I think mm-hmm. this is amazing because before yes. you just had to kind of remember where it was, yes. which was a pain in the butt. So I'm kind of glad that they did this. It's pretty cool. And why don't you tell everyone the one that we were searching before we started to hit record to see if it was still there. Okay. Yeah. So when, uh, when I like one of our first trips with you and Nicole, I think we were all at Epcot and like where we all met up and you guys were mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, NSYNC's on the Leave a Legacy Law. And I was like, what? So we, of course they showed me where the NSYNC wall was and we looked it up by their names and we found it. So if yes. you want to know where the NSYNC tile is, you can just look up Justin Timberlake or Joey yeah. Fatone. Um, and it'll give you, so what it does is you can also do this through the website. So if you like are not local and you want to look it up, the short URL is epcottilefinder.com and it'll reroute you to the Disney website. Yeah. So, and basically you just go in, you, it'll ask us some questions. Like it'll, you'll just type in your name and then you'll hit search and it'll pop up with the tiles and you just write those codes down. And then when you go, you can find easier. It's literally thundering outside. Oh my gosh. It's February. Seriously. It's thundering. We got snow like a week ago. Whenever it thunders in the wintertime like this, like usually a week later we get snow. Oh, thunder That's what snow. Happened, like a, I know. It happened a few weeks ago, and then we got snow like a week ago. Hmm. And now it's thundering again, so I'm going to be crossing my fingers. <laughs> that is just really weird. It's still thundering. Like it's been one long thunder this whole time I've been talking. Weird. Still going. It's so. still going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what in the world? Anyways, sorry. That's so that's cool. all I got about Leave a Legacy. Um I just think it's really nice that they can they'll let you yeah. look it up. It's so much easier. Lovingly referred to as the tombstones of Epcot. Now the regular Leva, Leva legacies mm-hmm. are back and it's nice and colorful. All right. That's right. Speaking of Epcot, I guess, we got some Epcot music that I don't want to talk over. So here you go. So great. All right. So great. This is where we go back in Bring time. Bring it back. Talk about some Disney history. I'll go first. Um, I'll take us back to 1986, where WED Enterprises, which was first created all the way back in 1952, and the intention was to oversee the design of Disneyland. Obviously, this is way before Disney World. Um, Mm -hmm. At this point, in this week, in 1986, it was renamed Walt Disney Imagineering. So it's been Imagineering for, I don't know, 30, almost, I can't do math there, 35 years. Yeah. So, uh, if you don't know where the word Imagineering comes from, it's actually not a Disney original name. Don't know if you knew that. Um, It was, obviously we know Imagineering combines imagination and Imagineering, but the term itself was coined by someone with the name Richard Saylor in an article brainstorming is Imagination Imagineering. And then it wound up being written for the National Carbon Company Management Magazine in 1957. Walt Disney loved it, took it, and boom, Imagineers. (gasps) <gasps> he stole it and made it well, popular. Not that he stole it. He was inspired by, took a great idea, made it an entire operation basically yeah. based around the idea of Imagineering. That's crazy. Hmm. The more you know. Da-na-na-na. 
All right, I'm going all the way back to 2009. Disney's Hollywood Studios celebrates the grand opening of the newest attraction, the American Idol Experience. Oh. Our guest, Vanessa Kiayo, I don't know how you say that. She's a 16-year-old sure. from St. Petersburg, Florida. She took home the first ever dream ticket, which was given on a normal day of operation with her rendition of No One by Alicia Keys. The first actual dream ticket was awarded on February 12th to Mark Ellis. But I guess this is like the grand opening. So yeah. I looked up because I was like, I don't really remember what it was. Um, but basically, obviously, it's inspired by American Idol. Yeah. And it invited park guests to come up. They would do like an audition in front of a live audience. And then the live audience would vote for who their favorite singer was. Yes. So. And if you're wondering what, if you're wondering what it sounded like, here's just a little snippet of like a promotional video that was used around that time when the American Idol experience opened up in Hollywood Studios. Everybody, I'm Jeff, one of the producers with the American Idol Experience here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So what are our guests looking to achieve? They want this. Walt Disney World is all about dreams, and this is a dream in itself. To go to the front of the line of a real American Idol television show audition. Without days and days of waiting in a stadium, with this baby, they'll go right to the front of the line. They, someone found a sound effect they liked, and they just went for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh the main gosh. goal of um, that of that was to have a guest yeah. get a special golden ticket that got them like you know that allowed them to bypass certain parts of the real american idol so and crazy. that that uh contestant you mentioned uh, did you say her name was vanessa mm -hmm. that contestant you mentioned wound up going to like the live weeks of american idol that season i think she was a finalist she didn't win but she was a finalist so she went mm -hmm. pretty far having like basically auditioned in a disney yeah. park and was all the way up through um you know the the finals of american idol yeah that's crazy uh this was so they opened in 2009 it closed august of 2014 so mm -hmm. and now and obviously and you know what there's now is a frozen sing-along celebration yes. for the first time in forever yeah one so of our favorites a, a club version first time mm, mm, some techno frozen music, <laughs> uh, Club Olaf. So uh, as always, we have a quote coming your way to close out our show. And it turns out it is a frozen quote, believe it or not. <gasps> um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, again, our account is at That Park Life Podcast. Uh, keep your eyes peeled there for our announcement, how to register for our Disney trivia night number two with our theme of Epcot coming your way. Yeah, you're. You can follow me on my personal account at the Disney Greg. My personal account is the Healthy Hot Mess. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. It is very helpful. Not only does it mm -hmm. warm our cold, dark hearts, but it also That's allows right. us to move up in the ranks of Disney podcasts. If you want to support what we're doing and get some bonus content, including what has now turned into a weekly bonus episode, mm -hmm. about 15 minutes or Catch so, up. we just chat about real life stuff. Um, probably things that are too personal, but you know what? The public wants it. The public gets it. Uh, you can do that <laughs> via Patreon. You'll find a link to that in our account as well. And now a quote from kind of Sven, kind of Kristoff, depending on, you know, your <laughs> level of knowledge here. Oh, okay. And he says, in song, and I'm not going to sing it, you feel what you feel and your feelings are real. Mm, man. So allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, whatever that is. Greg we really needed that in 2020 where was that quote then it was 
in the movie Frozen 2 available on Disney+. Plus. That's <laughs> true. Out. That's very true. Turns That's out. Very true. Uh, again, shout out to Danielle for hanging out with us today. Uh, the Dapper Danielle, yeah. if you will. Uh, don't forget, follow her on TikTok and Instagram. Her information is in this uh, episode description. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. We'll see you all next week. Yeah. We'll see you next week if I haven't floated away by then. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone.